Hey guys, welcome to The Currents Podcast. I'm Faith. I'm Richard. And I'm Franco. We will be exploring the Bible at our current level of understanding. And we invite you on this journey with us. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Currents. Uh, you're with Richard. Faith. Franco. And guests. Yes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> His name is Caleb. Yes. Yes, we'll talk about him shortly. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, guys, we just wanted to um, let you guys know, and I'm sure our listeners probably would have noticed already, that we have re- retracted episode 18. And the reason for that is because after reflection and discussions with our senior pastor, we understand the importance of talking about our supernatural encounters and we want to do another episode or maybe a collection and talking about about it more and more as we realize that it is something that needs to be spoken about Mm. and we got so many messages from you guys just saying that it was so helpful and beneficial Mm. but what we have noticed is that it's not helpful and beneficial for all age groups and Mm. so we guess we just want to be really careful with our wording and we want to own that Mm -hmm. um we also want to respect our senior pastor and so um we will come back with another episode and we just want to make sure that what we present is very clearly from our personal experiences but also that we are also standing in accordance to the word of god Mm -hmm. and so that is the reason why we've retracted and we look forward to bringing an episode shortly and we'll redo it but until then franco we also just want to uh talk about currents again and what we're really um, about, which is exploring the Bible at our current level of understanding. Mm. Um, And so uh, we talk about things at our current level of understanding and try to unpack what we um, see and understand uh, and dialogue that basically. And I honestly believe that's the way that the Bible was meant to be written, uh, Mm -hmm. was meant to be read um, and uh, talked about was with your fellow peers and Mm. what you get out of it. And being able to then come to an agreement or even just um, understand what each other sees and the value in that so that we can actually um, grow and learn and become better human beings. Um, And so on that topic, we have a really good friend, Mm -hmm. Caleb uh, Rock, who uh, we've done Red Frogs with, or at least Faith and I, Richard, to be. First first (laughs) time meeting Caleb. And aren't you just... Like, oh, blown away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, welcome, You're Caleb. In for a Thank show you. tonight. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever time you're listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, if you would just like to give maybe a bit of a background on who you are and just, yeah, how you've sure. come to this point, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like the classic is always like, oh, did I grow up in a Christian world <laughs> or not? Um, I true. did. Um, which I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, do I should, do, should I say that? Yeah. Um, but no, my I grew up in a Christian home my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's been a pastor for my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm turning 23 in like a couple of weeks. Yep. So 22 years of being yep. a PK, yep. which is good. It's a, it's a fun life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've got three brothers as well um, mm-hmm. who have also been along my faith journey with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably the biggest part of 
faith for me has just always been being a part of church and mm. missions outside of church, which has really strengthened my faith and helped me explore it in new directions. Mm -hmm. So things like Red Frogs or I've done Blue Moose with YD and even uh, I've worked with Scripture Union doing Beach Mission. Really um, I got the, had the privilege of going to Vietnam with my dad when I was 16, which really That's opened cool. my eyes to faith mm. in a new way, which was cool. Yeah. Um, so there's been lots of, I guess, defining factors in the, my journey. So mm. I, there's probably not one pinpointing thing, <laughs> but it's just been a factor of having lots of people inputting into my life to get me to the place where I am today. Mm. Mm. So yeah, good. Really cool. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. And yeah. I think just even for us personally, with Franco and I, um, obviously we're good friends with Caleb and just, we love doing life with him. We're actually so excited that he's in our area of town. <laughs> <laughs> we wish he lived closer, but yeah. just, he is such a good friend and the way that he lives his life, um, mm. is just an inspiration that yeah. we're on the same journey, just trying to work it out together. And we really do feel that mm. Caleb's just got like a, you not necessarily a very, like a special um, <laughs> perspective, but just in the way that he really tries to break things down and understand mm -hmm. and just his heart for people. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate. So we're mm -hmm. glad you guys get to listen to yeah. him. Yeah, I, I think for me, I just really appreciate, Caleb, how you, um, how honouring you are with the people around you. Mm. Um, and again, this is, well, for this, this particularly, this isn't just to build up Caleb, but for me, that obviously, observations that I see and that I really appreciate in the way that you try and walk with um, Jesus is just the way that you um, hold yourself and the people and the way you just yeah honor people around you is, is I think really special and yeah. so for me I just really appreciate your perspective um, you. and would like to have everyone hear that so yeah. that's really cool that's cool yeah. it's um, a privilege to be here yes Woo! and we're all working it out Together. Together. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. not perfect. We are completely <laughs> flawed, especially Caleb. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, too easy. Um, I so, should add, yeah. I am married. Oh, yes. I was wondering. That's an important like, part to mention. And I wasn't sure, but Taking. she's also been a defining factor in yes, my journey, especially yeah. the last five years. Yes, yeah. Georgia, we yeah. love you. Yeah, we do love Georgia. And I'm also, also sorry for everyone's ears. We were very loud just then, <laughs> but we're okay. Enthusiastic. Um, yeah, exactly. Passionate is, exactly. is where it is. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, so onto the topic that we were actually going to be talking about today um, was about, I, I might word this wrong, but correct me if I'm wrong, is trying to Understand what it means to actually stand on what you believe yep. rather than conforming to whatever you feel. Mm, yes. yes. Mm, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, and I think it's a really good um, thing to think about because I think we can all very quickly and easily try and make God something that's or make God someone who we follow um, that's actually small enough to fit in our story mm. um, instead of us trying to fit into God's story or actually already fitting into God's story, but just not mm. maybe being aware of it as much. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And maybe just to start off with Caleb, because um, probably more so Franco, Caleb and I were just um, talking and working out what we actually wanted to share or what we wanted mm -hmm. Caleb to come in on. And this is where we landed. Mm. Why did you, how did you get to the point or what was like, yeah, no, this is it. Mm. You. Oh, um, I think like, yeah, in today's world, it's a particularly hard thing to do. Um, I mean, in the last 10 years, we've had more change than we have in history, mm. yep. in yeah. society, politics, um, personal opinions, mm -hmm. everything, economy, all of that kind of stuff, like everything's changing so rapidly and so fast. And 
um, it can get really easy to get caught up in that at times. Mm. And so I think it's important to understand um, what you believe, but then also how you actually continue to believe that um, rather than shift with whatever people around you Mm. are doing. Um, And I guess the important part of that is learning discernment process for yourself Mm -hmm. and um, the people around you and how Mm -hmm. you actually do that. So Yeah, that's good. And I think in deciding this, there was a discernment process in going, oh, what are the topics that do work well Mm -hmm. and what don't? And the good thing about this topic for me is I I can speak personally from Mm -hmm. times that I've shifted and times Mm -hmm. that I haven't and Mm -hmm. how I've got to where I am in believing what I do. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's probably, yeah, how I got there yeah yeah so really cool um and so i don't know how we would necessarily do this does someone want to maybe oh, speak i first? think maybe i'll take the first one go if you don't mind go for um it. so you mentioned discernment obviously discerning um since based on what you believe so mm-hmm. i'll ask as a christian what are some of the core doctrinal stuff that you believe that we should all at least mm. believe in, yeah. <laughs> or think a, about. Oh, yeah. Or think about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Um, I often talk about primary and secondary beliefs. Yeah, mm. that's cool. Um, it's actually, I think it's, once you kind of work out your primary beliefs, it mm. actually becomes really hard to work out what the secondary ones are that's too. Right. Yeah. Because then you actually start to realise, oh, is this primary or is this secondary? I don't mm. actually know. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it can get a little bit hazy and mm. hard to do. Um, so I think for me, like the obvious ones are like Christ's death mm. and resurrection, yeah. um, what the gospel is, yes. what the purpose of the gospel. I think a huge one today is what the purpose of the church is in yeah. our society. Yes. That's yes. a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's lots of stuff, but then I guess there's also secondary things, um, which are things like for me, this is, oh, I hate saying this <laughs> no, word, no, but can... like um, like predestination, yeah. stuff like that. Like How it's something. Heaven. Yeah, it's essentially the difference between primary and mm. secondary is mm. a secondary uh, belief shouldn't necessarily change your behaviour. Yeah. 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 Whereas a primary belief, if you believe that thing, then there should be an external behaviour change yeah. in mm. the way that you actually live your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So secondary things, yeah. yeah, you don't have to necessarily have that yeah, behavioural change. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's so many primary yeah. things. Yeah. We could be here forever talking yeah, about Yeah, exactly. I, I would say... Oh, yeah. God creating the universe. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah even cre- the whole creation thing is like, like yeah. it definitely, like, it. For me, that's a secondary thing. But the thing is, I think as people, we can so often just get caught up with the secondary mm. things so much more than anything else because we go, oh, this is if if you don't say this, then how can you say you're a Christian? Because mm. for someone, that is a primary thing. Yeah, and I've just seen that so many times, and I've seen for myself as well, especially growing up. Um, like you, you get some of your parents' views and stuff like mm. that. And so when they got challenged for me as a kid by other people, especially Christians that I was hanging around, I was like, yeah. whoa, um, what do I believe? How, mm. how do I, yeah, yeah. how do I think about this? And how, <clears throat> how does this then make me think about the Bible? Mm. One of them for me, um, and th- this is just, I guess my parents are really trying to enforce how important the Bible was. It was unse- or unspoken, but the, the thing that, I thought, like, for me growing up was the Bible is just a thing that fell from heaven. Like, it is this, like, yeah, like, it sounds (laughs) funny, funny. but the thing is, like, growing up, like, the Bible, like, if it's so holy and other, like, how on earth, if people wrote it, then they were in a trance, Mm -hmm. they would, like, just, like, 
fully taken over by the Holy Spirit and like they had no control over their body. They just wrote and they're like, dude, look at what God did through me kind of thing is what yeah. I always believe. And so when someone, uh, when I first heard that it's just like, oh, we can trace when the Bible was written and we can see how it like um, competed and how it challenged the uh, creation stories around mm-hmm. its time. And I'm like, uh, uh, yeah. how do I deal with this? Um, yeah. What does that mean? Uh, I was just like, I struggled. Um, and now I've come to a place where I believe like yeah. my faith is even stronger because I actually put in time to understand and see yeah. how the Bible was actually written. Yeah. I mean, like, it is a weird thought to think yeah. how imperfect people can write a perfect book. <laughs> That's exactly. That's and I'm it. like, bruh, you can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, a good example for me would probably be like even the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, That's, a, that's a good one yeah, to talk like about. Like your yes. belief in yeah. what the Holy Spirit's capable of. Mm. I mean, whether he even exists. Some mm. people don't believe that. So like mm. that would completely change the way that you yeah. work. And I mean, that's even why we have different denominations because yes. Uh, yes. the Holy Spirit is a huge factor into yes. the way that people express yes. their faith. Yes. Correct. Um, so that would be a good example of yeah. like a primary yeah. belief. Yeah. 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 And I almost, I don't know if this is necessarily backtracking, but obviously we, we, we even spoke about like we don't necessarily want to get into this conversation of what we believe yeah. because, well, Ever. everyone throws that out these yeah. days, but just why it's important to Believe what you believe, and mm-hmm. I love what you said before, Caleb. In terms of it's how it's your primary beliefs that should show um, through your behaviours mm-hmm. externally, mm-hmm. and your secondary beliefs, not so much. Um, yeah. But then I think lately, from what we have seen in the world, it's normally our secondary beliefs that are dictating our yeah. primary well, beliefs, yeah, and that's yeah. actually. Yeah really concerning for me as a believer of Christ because if we're Mm -hmm. getting swayed or led by our secondary beliefs, Mm -hmm. well, what are we actually standing on? Yeah. Well, yeah, they become your primary beliefs, I guess, in some way, if that's the thing that you actually work from. Yeah, and I think we miss the point. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's what we see a lot. Like we're missing the point, guys. Mm -hmm. But um, Caleb's opening his Bible, which means (laughs) that he's got some... Which I love. Yeah. I mean, I I thought about this, obviously, before yeah. I came on. <laughs> so I thought of, there was two scriptures that stood out to me in yeah. terms of, like, why is it important for us to actually believe what we believe mm. and stand onto that? And, I mean, yeah. there's so many reasons, but mm. I'll read two two verses for you. Yeah. So Romans 12, 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Mm. And 2 Corinthians five seventeen says, um, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Mm. The whole old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Yes. So there's the transforming and being renewed mm-hmm. in the transformation yeah. of your mind. But yeah. then there's also the fact that the old should pass away. Mm. Yeah, so exactly. there's a reason, like... To hold on to your belief is to acknowledge that something is true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like objective truth, or which I would yeah. consider the Bible objectively <laughs> yeah. true, um, if you believe it's objectively true, mm-hmm. if there's parts of the Bible that you don't believe to be true, well, then I would say you don't even believe in the Bible. That's right. Yeah. Because it's, it's the same as that saying of like yeah. either Jesus was absolutely insane or yeah. he is who he says he is. It's yeah. the same as the yeah. word. Yeah. Either it's all true or it's not yeah. true. Yes. So if you're not standing on what you're believing, mm-hmm. then you're just changing something to suit 
what you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and exactly. that's really easy to do. That's, yeah. Like, yeah. we do that all the time yeah. without yeah. even realizing. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, that's I even agree. in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think it's, it's very, it's also really great to consider that it's not just about, like, changing behavioral patterns, but actual, like, character, changing mm. your being yeah. of who you are completely. Mm. So the whole transformation thing, it's not just the way I behave, but who I am. Mm. to suit what Christ is, mm. to become like mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. So it's a changing of the being that I am, really, yeah. Yeah. That, that goes on when you believe yeah, the things good. we say we believe. Yeah, yeah. 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 and that's new yeah. creation kind of thing. Exactly. Is when we're, when we're yeah. called to be more than what we are right yeah. now. And that's a, yeah. that's a crazy part. And I think the thing that we often forget is just like... Um, I love I I love the thing where we say it's okay to be to not be okay or it's okay with who you are but at the yeah. same time it's really not okay to just no. stay where you are. Yeah. Um like and that's the thing is like we're called to be new creation mm. like we're called to be more than just this mm. and we're not meant to obtain this ourselves but we're meant to obtain this through spending time with God and in the word and with Jesus and what happens is he renews our mind like you were just saying yeah. before and yeah. and that's where we can hold on to something so tightly regardless of just and I don't think um, we need to forget about the things around us it's with the things around us making sure that we stay true to what we believe so that we can change and 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 introduce that to the things around us kind mm-hmm. of thing that's what you see with Paul is he 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 realizes um, uh, Jesus's truth and and what happens is you see all in the New Testament is how they then um, put that into their culture, how they then integrate that into their um, uh, churches, into their groups, into their different, like all those cultures. And Mm so um, for us, it's the same thing. Like it's no different. We're still called with after Jesus' um, death and resurrection. And so we're still called to do what Paul did um, Mm -hmm. in terms of integrating all of that belief and being as true as we can to what we feel our convictions are. Mm. Um, So, yeah. It's something that we've been... um at my church been talking about a lot lately is like the love of a friend mm. and how as friends and brothers and sisters in Christ, we're called to challenge each other and to mm. love each other. And that yeah. is to say, Hey, let's move forward. Let's get mm. out of this spot. Mm. Let's yeah, challenge correct. each other to grow. Mm. Um, but I think the greatest example of what you were just saying is like at, towards the end when Paul's actually coming to his death, um, yeah. the people come and they say to him, why would you go to Jerusalem? Yeah. Don't go to Jerusalem. You're going to be killed. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. says to them, well, like, I'm, I know that this is my fate. This is something that I've taken the time to spend on. I know that this is what's supposed to happen mm. to me. Don't mm. come and tell me that I'm going to Jerusalem to die. <laughs> Don't make me sad because I know that's what yeah, I have to do. Fine. So even though he knows yeah. the end of his life <laughs> is coming, there's that element of absolute submission to the yeah. fact that he... Yeah knows what he believes, and he yeah. holds true to it. Yeah. Which, and, sorry. No, you go. Go, go. No, I was going to say, and that's the dying to self. Yeah. Stuff. Like, that, that's the most real version you can get. It yeah. is. Like, yeah, and I feel like that's the thing that Christians run away from the most. Like, it mm. is so hard to die to self. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, if our feelings do not align with dying to self, it is thrown out yeah. the window. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's not what the Bible calls us to. Mm. It's not what Christian, yeah, mm. or Jesus calls us to. Um, Pick up your cross. Yeah. That's, that's exactly yeah. what he says. If you are to follow him. I mean, if he died and resurrected, we're expected to die yeah. and be resurrected. 
Yeah. And, and part of that means that we need to lay down yeah. some things that we are uncomfortable with. And it's not like it's a telling off thing. It's more, this is the best you that you can possibly yeah, be. Love. And God mm, lovingly takes us along a journey mm. where slowly but surely he chips away all yeah. the hardened stuff until we become a whole new person. Yeah, yeah like yeah. like if you think of a dad, not that I yeah. am one, or really <laughs> I can just speak from what I've seen and what I can imagine is if you have a son and you know the potential that this little guy or girl has, mm. like they literally have the potential to change the world. And if you want them to be able to somewhat even just try to access that amount of potential... Like, you need to encourage and strengthen and push them all the time. Mm. That doesn't mean that you don't love them when you tell them, hey, you shouldn't do this. It's actually that you see, no, this isn't the best thing for you. And so you push them to do better or you ask them or you tell them or even sometimes you let them choose something to show them. Because if you truly love them and they continually continually go against you at some point, because you love them, you're going to let them do mm. what they what they want to see what that what happens with the consequences. Mm. And so as a dad, um, you can't force your kids to do things, um, but you can definitely guide and encourage them in the right direction. But what happens is, as the best father I can imagine is someone who, even though the kid goes, no, I don't want to go this way. But what happens is um, when the kid messes up or whatever and he wants to come back, um, the dad's waiting there with open arms already going it's okay Mm. um it's okay with everything that's happened let's try and do better let's try to fix this let's try to actually use what you've gone through and make it even better than what it would have been kind of thing yeah um and i so think that's exactly what it is like for us as christians especially with the god that we serve it's um it's so it's such a crazy thought but at the same time it's so hard to to live in a place like that when the culture around us and the people around us just all the time go, hey, this is your emotion, this is what you should follow. Or it's like, hey, what do you think of um, this? And if you don't agree with it, just cut it out of your life mm. or something. And just like all these different things. And I can, I struggle with it um, all the time. And I can't, can't imagine just people who actually don't go to church or don't go to churches often, how much more they could struggle with mm. those things. Um, and so, yeah, for me, I, I really see it as, um, the things that you spend your time with the most, and the more you spend time with, I guess God or um, reading the Word and the and the Christians in your life, or people who are genuinely trying to follow God with everything that they are, how much more that can actually push you to be who you're called to be, rather than um, yeah, just trying to do it as like an offside mm. kind of Christian business. Mm. Um, trying to live two different lives would not be easy, um, mm. or isn't sometimes isn't easy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we should just clarify. Oh, sorry, go. No, no, no. What dying to your... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, go for it. Because I know that (laughs) me a couple of years ago would have been like, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, Like essentially, obviously add anything you want, um, but essentially dying to your rights is being willing to submit yourself completely to God. Yeah. So it's actually saying that the, the things that God has for you are greater priority than the things you think you have for yourself. Yeah. Um, Like the word... Um, talks about like, oh, we set our own path before mm. us, but God actually makes the steps for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's actually saying, I'm, you know better than me, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to submit to that even mm-hmm. if I think it's not the best. Um, mm-hmm. And a great example of this, or something that I hadn't thought about, is just recently I went on a camp, uh, the weekend just gone, um, 
it's, it's called a men's muster and we do it every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of churches around my area and it's just all the men from the churches go and we just spend a time in the word and worship great. and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. And we just yeah. have cool testimony. But one of the guys was talking about like he'd done all of these things, like he'd been to counseling, he'd sought help, he'd been to his pastors about this particular issue in his life. And none of them seemed to actually help him. Mm. Like he couldn't seem to get out of the thing that he was in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he talked about, and this is something that I'd never really thought about, is mm-hmm. it wasn't just admitting to himself and God that he didn't like it and he didn't want to do it. It was also admitting to God the things that he did like about those yep. things that he mm. was doing. So That's good. like, I mean, it can it can be a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, oh man, work's great. Yes. Mm-hmm. But God's asking me to, I don't know, cut a certain amount of hours and you're like, yeah. oh, but I need the money or, but then there's also that aspect of thinking, mm. but I really like my yeah, job. Exactly. Yes. I don't want to give this up because yes. I really like it. And it's even in the bad things, but it's also in the good things mm. that you think are solid in your life. It's mm. actually being willing to give those things up yep. too. And I don't know, I just, for me, I was like, man, I'd never really thought about mm. actually saying to God, I really like this and I don't want to give this up. Yeah. Why are you yeah. making me give yeah. this up? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that that's such a struggle. Like even for me growing up as a kid, I dad would never let me do sports on a Sunday. Not mm. because he yeah. just didn't want me to enjoy sports, but just know Sunday is God's day and he actually, like we're meant to go to church. Mm-hmm. And so even working or youth on a, fr- like so working and then youth in church on a Friday, it was... I don't, like, as soon as I started a job, I told them straight up, I can't work on a Sunday morning and a Friday night because that's, that's, (laughs) like, that's my commitment, it's my faith. But these days, asking a kid not to work on a Friday night, I said, oh, you can't ask me to do that. Like, yeah, it's just like, what do you mean? Or church on a Sunday. It's just like, like, that's even like a real, I don't know, you could have a thought about that. Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, being a pastor's kid, like my whole life, I've grown up. Yeah, just yeah. understanding that. Um, and then when I started to get into leadership, and just people being like, one thing that my dad always said to me, which I is awesome, is let your yes be yes and yeah. your no be no. That's good. Yes, <laughs> it's really yeah. straightforward, yeah. but yeah. like it's really easy to not do that. Yeah. Um, and so like. For me, it was the same. Like when I got a job, it was like, all right, well, I'm not going to work. I'd work on a Thursday and a mm. Wednesday night, not a Friday night because I'd go yep. to youth yeah. or yeah. whatever it is. And so you just know, all right, I'm committing to this thing. So I'm going to let my yes be yes and my no be no. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's hard to even find mm-hmm. people to do that now. Mm. But like, yeah. I mean, one of the greatest joys as just a leader, it, when you see that light bulb come on for those mm-hmm. people when they actually give up, yeah. oh, I'm actually going to give up work tonight for this thing. And then a couple of weeks later, they come back and they're like, oh man, this is so good. I just love doing this yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, there's a part of you that's like, oh my gosh, I've been saying this for so long. But there's another part of you that's just excited for them because yeah. you're like, yeah. oh wow, this is so cool. Like you're actually yeah. seeing them understand yeah. that, yeah. wow, even submitting the stuff that you think is good for you to God, mm-hmm. he does more with it. Yeah. And it's really, it's actually mind blowing because you, yeah. it's, we talked about on that weekend is it's often not the direction that we're like, we always talk about, Oh, I need, I want God to show me where Mm. he wants me to go. But Mm. most of the time it's actually not the direction that you need to, like you already know where God wants you to go. You just don't want to do it. Yeah, exactly. It's actually there to confirm it. You know, the whole Gideon thing with the fleece. Yeah. 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 That will confirm it for me. Exactly. So it's just about (laughs) willing to choose the path rather than, 
Yeah. Actually, like, oh, show me what direction I want to go. Yeah. I just and, got convicted so bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And 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 for me, yeah, I also yeah. like the thing is like, it's so often like we we ask God like, hey, um, where do you want me to go? And we know where we want to go, and then um, the the crazy part is like, or or. Like, I know for me, I used to go, and I still do this sometimes because I forget, but it's just like God asks me to do something. And I'm like, okay, but what do you want me to do after? Or it's like, what do you want me to do next kind of thing? But then he's like, okay. Do this now. Have you have you done the thing I've asked <laughs> yeah, you to do? I'm like, uh, no, but, you know, what's the other things? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. just, yeah, it's just we forget that. Yeah, it's, it's very, very, very easy to ask him to, can you please just say that again, please? I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. Can you say something else? <laughs> something that I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But in, in a way, submission is good. Yeah. But does that mean that as a Christian, when during the submission and during your walk, you're not having yeah. fun? You know. Oh yeah. As oh, this is classic. Does that mean you're just you know doing all the boring church stuff? Uh, I, Tell us. Yeah. I, I almost <laughs> wanted to be like, how do we feel? Um, saying with a noise or making a noise, what you think about that question? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. There it yeah. Is. Oh man. I mean, like we we briefly it's, it's spoke boring, about this right? earlier. Well, it depends what you define fun as. I exactly. Mean, like, but but that that's also the same as in the scriptures that I was reading before. It's like mm-hmm. the transformation of your mind and the change yeah. of your heart mm-hmm. and your desires. Yeah. And like the word also talks about that the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. And so. Man, submitting to the Lord doesn't yeah. mean that you have to miss out on all these joyful things because mm-hmm. he's, he's got joyful things for yeah, you. He's got fun things for exactly. you. But there's also, like, before submitting to God, you don't see this, but mm. during and after submitting to God, you, re- you it's really easy to recognize that, oh, okay, so these fun things that I want to do, yeah. I don't actually want to do them anymore. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. correct. So beforehand, yeah. you're like, oh, man, I really want to do this particular thing. And then when you're actually submitting, you slowly realize and yeah. through the transformation of your heart and your mind, yeah. you're like, oh, actually, that's not that fun. Yeah. I actually <laughs> find far more joy in yeah. this particular yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah. for me, in my journey, it was prayer. Mm. Like prayer for me became like the greatest uh, and most fun aspect of faith. And it wasn't doing <laughs> it with other people. Yeah. It was, I want to do it by myself, rack yeah. off. <laughs> Let me spend an hour in prayer with the Lord and I'm having a great time. Like, that's yeah. fun. Like, man. And so, yeah, as you walk with that's, the Lord, yeah. your desires of your heart will change. Like, yes. you just, yes. it's really easy to be like, oh, man, it's so not yeah. fun. There's no, there's all these yeah. rules and regulations <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and yeah. it just changes. Yeah. And can I say that I think that's, it's fun when you're in a relationship with God. Mm. Yes. Submitting to God is hard when you're in a transactional relationship yeah, exactly. with mm. him. Mm-hmm. And so... I, yeah, like, and you can hear that in when you're sharing, Caleb, is that you've got this relationship with him and so it is fun and mm, it's yeah. like, oh, I want to do this because it draws me closer to God and here's mm. everything to me yeah. and this makes so much more sense and there's this transformation happening that is building you into the character or yeah. image of Christ yeah. that just changes your perspective and mm. your ideas and all I mean, this one type thing, of you stuff. love people more. Well, yeah. 100%. When, you become, when yeah. you're becoming more yeah, like yeah. Christ, you have such sympathy and such well, grace towards people yeah. that yeah, you cannot, <laughs> I think, yeah, it just it just changes your perspective on yeah. human beings yeah. Yeah. when you view them the way God views them. Yeah. And another thing, 
talk about fun, you get to see people being healed. Oh, bro. And touched in, <laughs> in amazing ways. That's not where I thought you were going to go. Yeah. But I, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's true, that though. beats anything you probably want to do in the world because yeah. you're seeing like transformation to the core of people's mm. beings and it's just yeah. incredible. Nothing to see. can make me cry yeah. more than seeing someone yeah. like encounter God. Like yeah. when I see, like 100%. Franco was like a wreck the other weekend. <laughs> like, could not stop crying. Yeah. Well, I, I think for me, Emotion. that's that's that's. A, <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, we'll that, talk later. <laughs> was, talking about the emotional aspect of faith and yeah, whatever. That's great. If you don't know, listen to the I don't know podcast ages yeah, ago. Ages ago. Yeah. Um, but um, for me, that was one thing that I saw really changed for me was like. Um, I didn't really like, like Richard was saying, like for me, I didn't really enjoy people too much. Like I was a massive introvert. And so now the more and more I've like really spent time with God and the more I've actually um, gone to church, the more now for me, one of the things that gets me most emotional is just when I see people encounter God. Um, and I never found that fun or exciting. Like yeah. I was like, that's boring. People, but you've you got, would laugh at me for like crying. It's like, yeah. babe, like come on. It's like, it's just but like, it's it's because you've got something to give now. It's, yeah, oh, it's yeah. It's, so, it's so like good. when you no- notice a joy in a life in yourself, yeah. you're like, oh, I just want other people to yeah, experience exactly, it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's it's yeah. it's fruitful. Like I, mm-hmm. I've just started reading um, Thessalonians like uh, a couple of days ago, good. and mm. great book. Mm. But um, reading it, like one of the first things like Paul talks about is how the Macedonian, oh, sorry, the Jews and Gentiles had mimicked him. Mm. And I always thought like, oh, mimic, like why would you want to mimic anyone but Jesus? But he talked mm. about you mimic me and you, yeah, you mimic, mimic Christ. And because like he obviously serves the Lord, but then mm-hmm. he said, but because of that, now the Macedonians and the Assyrians mimic you and uh. now they have life. So he's yeah. like, you found life in mimicking me and my mm. relationship with Christ and found a relationship for yourself. Mm. But then you had other people mimic you and they found life in relationship with yourself. Mm. And I mean, I recently, just the other day, was talking to my uh, my brother, um, Ruben, who's just been, he just, I mean, he loves the Lord, but yeah. he's really just been getting into his word, praying heaps, yeah, and he's just loving true. it. And I just said to him, I was like, people notice that more than they notice anything else yeah. that you do. And there's people around him that want to hang out with him because they're mm. like, he has something to give. Yeah. And it's because he, God's breathing life mm. into him. That's good. And he breathed That's life true. into other yeah, people. And true. it's, it's, that but you true. also, you just want to, like the other day when I was reading, I, I'm not the biggest, I, like I much prefer to pray than to read my yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like reading my word is an active daily choice for yeah, me yeah, that I have so to really choose. It's a discipline. Yeah, yeah. I, I can go without it for ages and it'd be like whatever. But yeah. <laughs> I try my best not to do yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but I was reading the other day and I was just like, like felt this just joy and love for mm. my guys at church. And so yeah. I was like, I have to send them a message because yeah. I was just praying for them and I was thinking like, man, I get so encouraged when I see you guys encounter and learn mm. and have those light bulb moments. And so mm. I just had to yeah. send him a message and be like, I'm so proud of you guys. You guys are yeah, doing awesome. So good. And it's so nice, but yeah. it's, and it's not this like weird thing. It's just like, yeah. it's great. We, we need more it. of that in the world. Yeah. yeah. That is fun right there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Watching other people encounter Christ. Yeah. But you wouldn't think it's fun unless when you get to not that point. Right? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And I think it's, it's beating past the emotion like the the emotions at first mm. in the sense of like if you're not in that fun element yeah. or in that relational right in that relationship mm. with Christ it does feel like a, a lot of yeah. rules and chores and it chores and all this like type of stuff yeah. and everything yeah. in this world at the moment is do what you feel if you yeah. feel this way then it is okay yeah. and we would have sometimes it does, ed- I don't feel like it 
I'll yes, tell you that. but we would have a strong opinion like against what the world says in yeah. the sense of it actually has nothing to do with how you feel. Mm. Your um, emotions and the way you relate to God and the things that you do are transformed as you spend time with God mm. and you really build this yeah. relationship with him. But when we're first starting out or when, I don't know, things are getting hard, we're very quick to listen to our emotions first. And yeah. so, I don't know, Caleb, like, um, why don't you talk to us about that? <laughs> Um, could I just quickly do a note on that? Yeah. Um, I just quickly, for me, the thing that I, as soon as you s- were talking about that, for me, that's exactly the scripture that you had brought up, um, was just about how it's transforming our mind. And when we, if not just about um, like it's a chore trying to follow God, but at the same time, when we actually really get down the basics and really understand who God is kind of thing and what he wants for us, that he's like this loving father, like that's when the transforming of our mind happens and we start to realize that, this isn't something that actually makes our life worse or harder mm. to some degree. Um, but it's actually the thing that calls us to be the best version of, or it actually calls out the thing that someone as good as God sees to call out the best out of us kind of thing. Yeah. Which is well, just, my yoke is lighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that doesn't mean that we don't go through our life without oh, any troubles kind of thing. Yeah. If anything there, more. There is yeah. a yoke to carry. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and just before you speak to... I think, sorry, I just, no, it good. just came into my head. But just, and this is where it comes back to our belief thing. Because mm. if we truly, like truly and deeply believe that God is good, mm. then we will never question what he actually asks of us, mm. no matter how hard it is or what yeah. our other emotions want. Mm. If we truly believe God is good, there is no question. It is, yep. and yeah, as hard as it would be for me to say no to something, I will still say yes because I know God is good, even though it hurts me. But yeah. anyway, we can yeah. get back to that. But Caleb. yes, emotions. <laughs> what, do you know, what do you want to know exactly about emotions? <laughs> what do you think the world needs to hear or Christians need to hear when it comes to the feelings versus or, submission or... Or just what you think maybe on that Feelings topic, not versus necessarily. scripture, really. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm studying psychology. Hey. <laughs> so this is something probably that I think a lot about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, oh, it's hard. But I think we, I think, um, I think in today's world, we are very quick to allow emotion to dictate decision. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and there is nothing wrong with that yeah. entirely by yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's um, if that's the only thing you're doing, <laughs> yeah. then... Um, yeah, like I'd be, I'd be concerned, but it's kind of like that I mentioned before, like having a discernment process and understanding how you make decisions, mm-hmm. the way that you live your life, that what God's actually trying to say to you, what he's mm-hmm. speaking to you in scripture, whatever it is, there's a discernment process in the way that we move throughout life. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would say like with emotion, um, emotion is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because yeah, emotion, I would, I say emotion is um, a very key in developing a spiritual relationship yeah. with God. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, but it's not the only relationship we we um, we build with God. Mm-hmm. We obviously lean on our scriptures yep. um, and prayer and all of that stuff. So I think you have to have a balance, yeah. kind of with everything else, to make sure that you're actually making a sound decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because emotions aren't designed to be steady and stable yeah exactly. they fluctuate that's good um, because yeah. that's just the way our body works yeah. yeah and so if you were to make a decision based off every emotion you made yeah. you'd probably make some pretty whack decisions and i mean some days you wake up and you're like man i just feel bad 
Yeah. So if you make decisions out of that all the time, you're going to yeah. be like, Ugh. yeah. Or I feel overly amazing. Let me go conquer the world in a new way that I absolutely do not have the capacity or ability to do that. Yeah. You know. And like then tomorrow you're like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's it's like it's classic in like, I mean, I've I've struggled with like saying yes and no to stuff all the time mm-hmm. because I'm so quick to be like, oh, I love people and I love serving so I'll just do it because I know that that's the right thing to do instead of actually taking the time to discern whether that's Mm -hmm. the right thing or right direction that God wants me to take yeah Yeah. and I think you're mentioning a really key thing is the discernment Mm. like Mm -hmm. obviously what I was saying before was not to necessarily ignore your emotions because that is a very big part of Mm how we're actually feeling, what is healthy, what's not healthy and all the rest of it. Um, mm. But so often there's no discernment process and so yeah. it's just, well, my I feel this way and so, God, sorry, it's just not going to happen mm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're seeing more of that happen in the world today and that's mm-hmm. really... Well, even in the church. Even in, oh, incredibly, yeah. especially in the church. Yeah. Um, but that's really sad and heartbreaking because it's just, oh, like... There's so much more past your feelings, you know, Um, and it's, you know, sometimes like you you wake up and you have a bad day, like you said, Caleb, but you push yourself to go for a run anyway and you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Like, you know, but then we we just, we don't do that run that actually would make us feel better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I think um, emotions are... They're tricky. Mm. Like you've got to understand yourself and understand yeah. emotion yeah. well to know what's right, what's wrong. Um, but when we're like going in that discernment like process, mm-hmm. everyone's different. You'll mm. all have a different discernment process. But often, like you said, we just don't have one. Mm. Um, and so it's important to work out how you do that. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I would suggest to anyone who's listening to go and talk to your leaders or your friends, your peers, mentors, whatever it is, and actually ask them what their discernment process is uh, and actually learn from other people who have already made the mistakes that (laughs) we were going to make um, and actually listen to what they have to say about discernment. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's a tricky (laughs) one. It is a tricky one. But I think, like, what's sad is that... um, I think at the moment with emotion in our world, we're really selling ourselves short. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, so something I've been talking about heaps is like we, the power of life and death is Mm -hmm. in the tongue. Um, And a lot of the time emotion leads to words. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you're feeling sad or angry or frustrated or disappointed, you'll often talk to yourself, you'll Mm -hmm. talk to others. Um, But the big one is we talk to ourselves and we actually tell ourselves oh, I'm really disappointed in myself for that. Or I'm really, I can't believe I did that. That's so bad. Or Mm -hmm. I'm really angry about that. And so like, you know, it can lead to unforgiveness, bitterness. Mm. We can almost curse ourselves and tell ourselves we're not good enough. And man, like personally, I've seen the power in speaking life over myself. Like Mm -hmm. I have, and here we go, classic example. I always told myself I'm not an academic. And I still fall into the category of doing that. Because like, to be honest... Yeah. It doesn't come natural. Yeah. So there's a degree of admitting to yourself, oh, yeah, academics for me, that's not natural. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean I can't do it and exactly. I can't get better at it. And yeah. so in my studies, I I do this, I always forget what it's called, but it's like 
a pod morrow timer or something. Okay. It's like 25 minutes study, five minutes break. Yeah. And I spend my five minute, try to spend most of my five minute breaks just for the first like couple minutes of that. If I'm making a cup of tea or whatever, I'll just sit there and I'll kind of say to myself, you can do this. You're doing a good job at what you're doing. You mm. are good at this. You are capable of this. And I try to speak that over to me. And honestly, that has completely changed my mm. study wow. life. Wow. Like this trimester I already we're into like week three, but it's like, it's been so much easier so far than it has other trimesters mm-hmm. just by actually actively choosing mm. to tell myself, even when I feel crap or yeah. bad or disappointed, I am good enough and mm. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and man, I mean, the other thing that we did on this weekend, I have so much to say. <laughs> no, no, it's the good. other thing we did on this weekend is we talked about how God is our covenant partner. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And by his son dying, that he took that burden from mm, us and he, yep. he made a covenant with God on mm-hmm. our behalf. Yes. Yeah. And because of that covenant, like, I mean, we, we see in the Old Testament that God is true to his word. Yes. Mm. He honors his covenant and he honors his word. And people in the Old Testament have called on that. Moses said, you know, mm-hmm. like, God, you made this covenant, yeah, exactly. so do this thing. Facts. And so he will call on his covenant mm. partner, which is what mm-hmm. we talked about on the weekend. And so in those moments for me, I'm like, I'm going to call my covenant partner and speak life yeah, into on. who I am yeah. because I know yes. that Jesus bridged that gap for me and that yeah. I can actually do this thing. And Amen. man, that's a hard habit to get into. Yeah. But if you can get into a habit of speaking life over yourself and leaning on God and Jesus as our covenant partner who mm-hmm. said that they will do it for us, mm-hmm. it will revolutionize the way that you do stuff. Like That's good. It's crazy. Yeah, That's really cool. Crazy. I love that. I would really like to talk about this for a lot longer. I know. I feel like we didn't really that get was, to that everything. That was flying past. We're already longer than a normal episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, take from this episode what you will. If you want, send us questions um, and maybe just things that you'd like us to discuss maybe further yeah. at some point. If if at one point, just possible, if Caleb wants to come back at one point, you can. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be, be back. back. He'll, he'll be, be back. back. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to put it on you. I am. Um, I will. Okay. In, in <laughs> the words of Arnie, he'll be back. <laughs> Wait, before we, we'll yeah. end, but yeah. what's the one thing that you would say to the listeners? Oh. <laughs> uh, get a mentor. Mm. Ooh, okay. Yeah. They sound like wise words. Um, wise words. Yeah, um... A close friend of mine, Sander, talks about get a mentor, but also find someone you can mentor. Yeah, no, so find like someone that. That, that's older than you, but mm. also find someone that's younger than you that you can pass life onto mm-hmm. as well. Mm. Yep. I mean, the dumbest thing about humans, and also this is the whole way through the Bible, is we have people who have already made the exactly. mistakes yes. that we're going to make. So why make them again and yes. then potentially try to help someone later? Yeah. Find someone that's already made the mistakes. Like... Mm-hmm. I got married in January this year, and the first thing I did was like, all right, I want to find a mentor who knows what a bad family looks like Mm -hmm. and what a good family looks like, what a bad marriage looks like and Mm -hmm. what a good marriage looks like, and I want him to tell me what not to do and what to do. And I can tell you that in those few months, I would not have been the husband that I am (laughs) without him. Seriously, he's given me so many little nuggets of gold that I'm like, oh, man, that's so good. I need to put that into practice. So find a mentor... Yeah, it's honestly, it's the best thing you can mm-hmm. do. Yeah, awesome. That's really good. I love that. Oh, so good. Yeah, I, th- I think, dude, I-, I could like pick your brain for a whole <laughs> bunch of things. But unfortunately, we have to end it there. It's been great having you mm. on the podcast, Caleb. And yeah, um, 
we're hoping you can be a lifetime supply of all this <laughs> um, for our audience and, and for ourselves as well. I think yeah. something you said there just um, yeah blew my mind um, towards the end there. And yeah, thank yeah. you for coming. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, and, uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.